Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with us today. And today I'm super, super excited about our guests because we have with us today Holly and Gina from LOA Uncorked. It's a podcast about everything having to do with manifesting, spirituality, conscious creation, and everything in between. And so I am super, super happy that they are here today to share their knowledge with us. We're going to be talking about manifesting. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things. So thank you so much for being here with us today. And I want to thank you, Holly and Gina, for being here as well. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you for having us on us on Awaken Your Inner, inner Awesomeness. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We're excited to be here this morning. Yes, I'm excited you guys are here too, because we have a lot in common. Uh, your podcast and my podcast have pretty similar topics. So I can't wait to get your perspective on different things and also just learn a little bit more about your podcast because when you have a podcast, it is not easy. <laughs> People no. don't understand the struggle sometimes, do they? No, there's no, there's no forewarning either. When you're setting one up, there should be like a warning label or something. Right. <laughs> Somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. So this is going to be a fun conversation. But before we get started talking about um, spirituality and manifesting and all of those really fun topics, Tell us a little bit about your journey, because I know you guys work together, I think, in the corporate world, and then you have the story of how you came together, and then you created this podcast. So I would love to hear how that all came about. Okay, Gina, I'll start. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know. Well, about 18 years ago, Gina uh, hired me, which we, don't, we have no idea why, uh, and we've been working in the corporate world up until about the end of last year. And I ended up uh, saying, it's time to go. I'm part of the great resignation and said, I've done everything I can here. It's time to move on. And so, but Gina and I, um, we have uh, been good friends from the very beginning. And we started playing with the universe as we're going into corporate meetings and corporate initiatives. And what we felt was just like life, you know, you spend so much time at your job. Why not try to make it as fun as possible and play with the universe? And so it kind of started way back then. And I was the CFO. So I started um, my career as an accountant. I'm like, I, I decided to become an accountant because I felt like I didn't have any talent, which is really interesting. Uh, so that was my background and went to school, first college, first generation college graduate. And, um, you know, I don't know. And then when, when Gina and I met, um, it took quite a few years and I'll let Gina tell that story quite a few years until the idea of the podcast came up, but we were always playing with uh, the principles of the universe while we were there. We felt it was like a great time for ourselves to grow and then have fun with the universe. Go ahead, Gina. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, you know, I think back on, you know, I did hire Holly and she complains about that process on a regular basis. We uh, work for, uh, worked for an employee owned organization, which really did love to interview and interview and interview and interview just to make sure the fit was really good. And so she had, I think, six interviews and she oh, wow. still to this day complains often about the <laughs> rigor of that process. But, um, but, you know, it was, we did, we began working together um, probably after a couple of years where we really started um, partnering up on initiatives. And then there were some changes in the organization that brought both Holly and I forward. I'm the director of HR. Um, and so we're both on the corporate side of, of our business and, you know, there were some initiatives that were, um, in, uh, really, uh, set forward to make the organization better and more profitable, which both Holly and I are very wired to do and very competitive. And I could just kind of see across the room that, you know, she and I were like feeling the same way and really committed to this work. And so we just started partnering together in the workplace and got to know each other outside of the workplace. We have um, children about the same age and about the same spot in life. And, and so, and just um, instantly had that connection that you just almost can't explain, you know, it always felt that way about, about Holly, I like the sister, a sister. Um, 
And uh, and then like Holly said, you know, I think Holly really was the, um, I call her the brains of the operation for the podcast, but she really was the instigator of this kind of drive to develop self, right? To, to continue to grow. And, and she, you know, we would, we would drive to our corporate meetings together and because of traffic in Seattle, it was, you know, three-ish hours each way kind of thing. And so we would have lots of time to chat and, um, and talk about not only work, but also kind of where we're at in life and what's important to us and, you know, how do we continue to grow and evolve. And, and so it kind of, it, we were able to practice both personally, but also professionally. And what we could see in, in the workplace was just a great deal of exceptional results and real changes in the outcomes when you set intentions and you go in um, collected and centered in yourself and with all your tools in your toolkit, um, you know, and, and just being mindful at work, you know, being not, not just going to the meeting and, you know, sitting down and going through and getting through the agenda and, but really being intentional about the time you're there and what you want to accomplish in the room. And so we kept practicing and we talk about on the drive home and how'd that go. And, you know, I, she'd give me feedback. I give her some feedback, but most of the feedback came to me. Uh, and it was really fun because she, you know, I grew up in a house where uh, metaphysics was a big part of my, my childhood. Um, my dad was very into, you know, feng shui and I ching and, you know, um, you know, Eastern philosophies and, and, and he passed in 09 and I just really had lost it. I had lost that, um, love, interest, understanding, and Holly really brought it, brought it back for me, both personally, but also how to, to utilize that in the work, workplace. And then we were, um, it was probably what, six or seven years ago, Holly, we were in New York visiting, uh, Holly's niece. We were there for a work trip, but we were having dinner with Holly's niece and, you know, we were espousing on something in a very animated sort of LOA sort of way. And, and she's, she, she said, you know, you guys should do a podcast. And, and we're like, what? <laughs> Neither one of us had ever listened to a podcast. In fact, when Holly came and said, we need to do a podcast about four and a half years ago with crazy eyes in the morning. It was one of those drives to Seattle. Her eyes were crazy. And she's like, we have to, I need to do a podcast. You need to do it with me. I, we have to do one. I'm like, okay, I still had not listened to a podcast. So the space was new to us, but we uh, really were looking for a place where we could, you know, um, bring this relationship that we had to maybe others that maybe don't have that same benefit and really use it as a, a platform to get people thinking about, you know, simple routines, practices, processes, and storytelling that really um, showcases the way the universe helps you co-create in everyday life you know it's Holly said it's often not the not the billboards that we're going to get from the universe it's the little breadcrumbs and the little things along the way that get you there and making sure to to be paying attention to those and celebrating those so that's been that's been the foundation of the podcast I don't know if you have anything else to add Holly on that no that sounds great so you started this podcast and what are some of the, your more favorite topics that you've covered on your podcast? Well, I, I feel like our, our podcast is rooted around conscious, making conscious creation a lifestyle. It's really, you know, we, we don't, we, we, we think everybody should have intention when they get up in the morning, whatever that is for them. And and set it throughout the day and not sleepwalk through life. And so I feel like all of those topics surrounding that, um, you know, even if it's little hacks that we can do daily that people can incorporate to make their lives better and more joyful, that's like my favorite topics. What about you, Gina? Yeah. You know, I think they're all unique in their own way. I think, you know, we really wanted to leverage the podcast as a platform just to introduce people to concepts and ideas that maybe they haven't explored and you know really if it if it sounds like something you want to invest some more time in or interest we give you know uh, links to things for people to go and do some more personal learning but you know for me honestly the 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 biggest learning for me over the last you know three-ish years for has been about energy and energy management and I think um you know just good energetic hygiene and all the practices around, you know, where you spend your time, who you spend your time with, 
Um, how do you ensure that the energy you're carrying around is yours? And if it's not, how do you, you know, offload that and, and set it free? To, and, and how do you, how do you then uh, be intentional with your own energy when you do come into, whether it's meetings or uh, an important conversation with a dear friend or just making sure that we're always, again, back to not sleepwalking, the mindfulness of the way in which you enter a room and the way you impact the room with your energy is super, yeah that's super so important especially in today's day and age with all of the just hot topics going on and the way that the world you know people are so fearful of everything going on it's really important to make sure that it's all your energy and not other people's because i think that we often pick up on other things just from going throughout our day and so i think clearing your energy every yeah. so often is a really really good idea especially today yeah for sure absolutely now, one of the topics that I know you guys like to talk about, and I'm really interested in this too, because I know we have a lot of people out there listening. I think the universe is calling people in major ways to step up and to go after their dreams and to pursue different things, whether they want to write a book or start a podcast or just get a new job or start their own business. And a lot of people start off with this idea planted in their head that I, I want to start my own business. I want to write a book. I want to do this. So they go after their dreams and then they hit a wall and they don't see success or they don't see their dream coming to fruition. So it's almost like they see these blockages coming in. How do you advise people when they wanna go after their dreams and they're just not seeing it manifest? I know you guys like to talk about how to get through those blockages or get past those blockages. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, I love that question because it's complex, right? <laughs> you yeah. know, we, I think once you hit one of your dreams, then you're, you're off to manifesting another and mm -hmm. some dreams are harder to manifest mm -hmm. than others. Um, I always look to astrology and uh, sometimes it's written in your chart that some people may struggle more with manifesting money than with manifesting their purpose. My son came in with purpose. He knew he was going to be a musician um, and he knew. And I came into this world going, okay, what should I be? What's my purpose? You know, uh, and so I, I feel like everybody kind of walks their own path to start with. But when you're looking at manifesting, I feel like there's a few things that, um, that we need to take the pressure off ourselves to manifest our dreams now. I mean, time and space is kind of a, re is, 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 um, is tricky on manifesting your dreams. And so one of the things is, is I think life is like a ballroom dance. And so I believe that we have to look daily at what signs are we getting? Because oftentimes we think we want one thing and we start a path. There's never a straight line or trajectory to that path. And so you look like you're not going in the direction of your dreams, but you really are. And I think people sort of give up or they don't acknowledge it and or they don't celebrate it. And, you know, this twist and turn to their ultimate I'm going to call it their ultimate true north. We always talk about go towards joy, your true north, because your dreams really is about being in joy. Mm -hmm. And so whatever that dream is, it's going to bring you an essence of joy. And so our true north is not a straight line. So what Gina and I always say is that start with an intention and then watch the signs of the universe. I think that's really important because the universe will be giving you signs all the time about either you're heading in the right direction or if you hit obstacles, that is a, an invitation to question deeper and look within more. And once you, once you do that, you, you're, you're probably on this kind of curvy, windy road to your true north. And I think sometimes that changes for people that I thought I wanted this, but you know what? I really don't want that. And so when we talk about manifesting, we're always trying to manifest the feeling. You know, when I go on a trip, 
I always write down and try to manifest my dream trip, right? What does that look like? But it's not like, you know, the look of it. It's the feeling I feel when I'm in that trip. And so I will write down everything before Gina and I go and travel or whatever, every feeling down to feeling good about getting on the airplane on time. I will put some of those things, some of those human markers on there on time that the bags show up, you know, like this is my dream that my bag isn't gone and I get there and I have nothing, you know? And so I, I make sure I'm manifesting feelings though in there and so and Gina knows this oftentimes I write things down and to play with the universe because I believe like let's not be so serious because when we're looking for our dreams I'm just just talking about a um a you know a, a trip right now but we get super serious and and when you're serious and really you know um there's so many feelings of resistance to receiving because you're so anxious about it that the trip I'm not anxious about I can you know that's it's an easy one to show so we play with the universe so Gina and I were going on a trip and I thought let me just put in a clown that I want to see a clown because we don't like clowns it's a badassery principle we have 10 badassery principles clowns are just you know shame is just clown shit okay and so we don't and clowns are scary Yes. We're sorry. We're sorry, clowns. Yeah. We don't like yeah. you. But, we, don't like them. <laughs> we think you should be gone. But, but I put one in there just as a like, okay, let's see the funny, the feeling funny of seeing a clown. And I didn't tell her I put it in there because I thought, well, let's just see if we can manifest a clown on this trip. And at the end, when we're coming back, you know, we, we sat down and I said, gosh, I, I didn't see a clown. I wanted to physically see a clown walk in. We didn't but we had a fish tank that we were looking for a clownfish. We were like, and there was some language around a clown that I had forgotten about. And she reminded me. And so this simple little, little example is sometimes you need to think about what you're receiving. So I thought I hadn't received the clown yeah. Gina was like when I revealed had the big reveal. Okay. And I could check everything off the list as far as feelings go. Said, yeah, I think we did get the clown. So mm-hmm. I sometimes the universe is subtle. So I'm gonna hand that over to you, Gina, because I know that we, we could probably talk about this for hours, but yeah, we really could. And 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 I think it's important to talk about quite a bit because I um well Holly said about so it, with your question, Liz, if somebody's trying to manifest something different, like a dream, whether it's a job or a, a, a new new place to live, you know, kind of the, I think of those as being kind of the, the big things in life, you know, a, a new love, you know, um, I think those things, like Holly said, those are definitely harder to manifest. And I think often we, and I say we, cause I, I do it myself um, and I've really been, been reformed in this area because it's less about the what it is and more about the calling said the feeling like what would that allow me what what would be the characteristics of what that new state would allow me to do is it more flexibility is it uh, more sun where I live is it someone who shares you know xyz um, appreciation and love with you know that could be my partner like what are the things and then maybe less so about the the type of house or the you know the exact city you want to live in or the you know the makeup of the dream man or or woman or all of those things I think we get really stuck on those things and we when 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 Holly said you know like the windy road of the universe it's going to deliver what what you're asking for it just mean often is not exactly what you would have said you know one of my favorite stories um uh, about Holly's um, trip intentions, which they are epic. And I'm telling you every single time with the exception of the clown, although I would say the clown was there. Um, they are like prominent in I mean, all of her goals are hit prominently in the trip. It's just the craziest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I'm a believer after being a part of, of, of her, her intention setting for, for amazing trips. But one of them, we were going to uh, Miami for a work trip, and um, she had put on there, 
you know, fun in the sun, you know, great people, you know, good food, you know, just great stuff. And then, um, you know, easygoing, no, no real schedule, you know, all kind of the good things. And then she put in there flowers. I want flowers. And I was like, flowers, uh, you know, we were at this bougie hotel, the Mandarin Oriental it was a beautiful hotel. We were there for what, I don't know, three or four days. And she put flowers. I'm like, well, and like every day she'd say something about the flowers. I still don't have my flowers. I wonder when my flowers are coming. So we, uh, it was the night before we, we had a very early flight the next day. We were, had dinner and we're visiting uh, at the, the bar for a little bit before we went up upstairs. And uh, the, I had asked for two waters to go upstairs because we were going to um, be heading to bed and stuff. And she goes, and he goes, sure. And he took a while to bring the waters out. They were the bartenders we had seen for the last couple of days and, and brought out two um, plastic cups with the lid on them and straw and a flower in each of the top of the, like a fresh flower it's in each flowers. of the top of the, yeah. the water glasses. And, you know, we're on the elevator going upstairs and about ready to part ways. And Holly goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got our, I was just in time and not, I'm sure not the flowers she was expecting, yeah. but it was flowers nonetheless. So it's just little things like that. If you're not looking, you're going to miss that flower. You're going to think that's just what they do. I, I, I'm confident they do not do that on all their water. Yeah, so, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Okay, well, that is really cool. And I love that. But I want to go back and piggyback on something that you said, because you talked about not getting specific with the universe. And I, I talk about that all the time with people like if you're asking for a romantic partner, you know, don't feel like he's got to be blonde, with blue eyed, you know, getting too detailed, because I feel like that limits the universe and the universe is unlimited, like the universe can bring you something you never even knew you wanted in something. And, and so I know you guys were talking about that. So could you mention that more a little bit about not being so close-minded or, or putting too many details into something? Yeah. Holly, would you grab that? Cause you always are so, so very good at this and, and, and coach me often. So coach. Well, thank, thank you, Gina. But I do, I do think that we, we have a tendency to want to control what we think we want and the universe always delights in something better always i've always been surprised about what the better thing is and so you're right melissa you limit the universe when you do every detail that doesn't mean that you can't put the details on there i feel like if that makes you feel good there's so many blogs and people written and talked about like make your list of your man or woman or your perfect partner right and you know there's nothing wrong with that but i would say add feelings to it and then be open to that package looking a little differently it's like the clown i mean it's a silly silly story but um I was like, oh, geez, the clown didn't come. And Gina's like, yeah, it did. It just came in a way. I mean, we didn't really want to see a clown. I mean, that's the reality. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted, I was playing. So the universe was playing back. Um, and so I feel like what we do is we don't acknowledge then that something happened. That's the other thing. So I think the more we acknowledge, the more we invite in more universal um, uh, synchronicities. And so I, I feel like that's a big part of it as well. But when you're clinging to your new love or a new job, it doesn't allow the universe to really, it, it, you're in a state of lack and desperation. And that means that your vibration is you know, maybe not the match for what you want to feel moving forward. So I feel like you have to match that feeling to move yourself forward as well. So I think if there, if there are some people that want to write details and then say this or something better, I mean, maybe that actually, and then put the feelings on there. Cause that's really what I think moves us in the way towards our dreams. And then that, that route becomes shorter. I think that route to get to our joy and our true north comes a little shorter. Gina, yeah. did you have anything to add to that? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just gonna, because I really think, and this has been, you know, 
like I said, my dad was pretty metaphysical when I was young. And, you know, my, my impression of the work was this heady, bit more heavy, a bit more mysterious, a little bit, you know, um, a little bit, you know, foreign from a, a Western thought process. And, and I, so it was intimidating to me, um, because I felt like I needed to read all these big, big, scary books that, you know, I probably, you know, with all these, this history and all, all these practices and, and concepts that were, you know, not, maybe not something I was going to be able to grasp easily. But one of the things that I do feel like um, we have learned over time, and I think we invite guests on the podcast that really do bring enough of that foundational understanding of a practice, but really um, utilize it in a way that it's fun and it's light. It should be fun. It should be light. There, if it's not fun, don't do it. Truly don't do it. And because I think, you know, and the same thing with, you know, the, the co-creation with the universe. I mean, like Holly said, oftentimes I think we miss things because we're looking for something different and, and nothing will help build that partnership with the universe and that give and take of co-creation. I mean, everyone wants to be seen and appreciated for what they do in a relationship, right? And I think the universe is the same. So if you are gonna keep missing what the universe keeps putting in your path and not acknowledging it, it's gonna be harder to build that really strong relationship. They're gonna, it's gonna keep coming to you regardless, but it becomes more fun and it becomes more intentional and really the co-creation is in full force when you're actively looking for it, it to deliver. So, and have fun with it, have fun with it and celebrate it and talk about it and share it. Cause I think that's, that's, it's huge. It's huge in terms of both raising your vibration and acknowledging the, the growth and evolution. And I would just add one more thing is, is dismiss nothing yeah. and be curious, be in curiosity. And, um, I think that that helps move you down the path much quicker, much, much faster, much happier as you're going down the path. I see patterns. I, I, I love to have, I always say, guides, give me a billboard, you know, and, and so I expect to build the board, but I'm really okay with the little signs, little feathers or whatever else signs I get as I go. Uh, and I question them. I'm curious. So what does this mean? What do I need to do? And I don't, and, and I acknowledge those things that get me a little closer to my, to my goals. Mm -hmm. um, and really realize that the fun is really in the journey. It really isn't, once you get to the destination, it's gonna be, some, there's gonna be something else. There's always things to learn, evolve, grow. Yeah, I love the advice of keeping it fun because I think that's where we miss the boat sometimes. I think we get so serious and so set on, this is what I want to manifest, that it becomes a burden, like a heavy burden for a lot of people. And that isn't really the point. Anyway, the point of life is, I think, you know, of course it's learning and growth, but to have as much fun as you can while you're doing that, you know, nobody wants to go through life being miserable all the time or focusing on the fact that you don't have what it is you think that you want or that you need. So I love the advice of keeping it fun and making it like a game because anytime you do something like that if you make it a game you don't realize you know oh yeah look all this happened that happened and and so it does make life a little bit more joyful which i think everyone needs you know we uh, things are so serious right now we need to have a little bit more fun and joy in our lives mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. absolutely and i think having people around you that you can share that with so for example i'm traveling with gina and I can play with the clown with her, you know, and, and, and my other um, manifestation things that I wanted us to, to have on the trip. And so I feel like being around people that you can share that with, or they can point out things um, to you as well that you might've missed because we're human. We miss signs, we miss things. And so having that sense of um, friendship, at least with somebody, with your partner, with a friend, with a community is beautiful. Yeah, it, that you really, yeah, you need to have somebody you can be able to share it with. And I love saying too, being present and realizing, because I think you're right. I think a lot of people miss the signs that, you know, the universe is trying to give to them. Sometimes it comes like a smack you on the forehead, like here it is. 
but a lot of times it's very subtle and, and a lot of people miss it, you know, have clients come to me and say, I don't get any guidance and I don't really know. And I would say you are, you're just not paying attention. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I yeah. have a story of my, my son. It was, I was making breakfast for him the other morning and he said, I need to find a manager. And and I said, oh yeah, that would be really good. So we just kind of just rolled around in it for a while while he was eating. And the next, he goes, the next day, I think it was the next day, it might've been the same day, but it was just really quick. I love it when the universe is quick. Yeah. Um, this, this, uh, this gentleman shows up just to come for some other reason, for some other musical reason and said, hey, I'd like to manage you. And so my son's telling me the story and I went, oh, the universe listened and they were expeditious this time, you know? And he said to me, he goes, I don't even know what you're talking about. He'd be a terrible manager. That's not a manager. So he wasn't even celebrating the fact that, gee, this, you're like one step closer. Like I'm celebrating and he thinks I'm crazy, you know, for celebrating. Right. And I'm like, I thought that that was a beautiful, um, uh, delivery of the universe, even though it wasn't quite right. So I would say to him, I did, you know, don't get frustrated, go back to the essence of what do you want that manager to be like? How do you want to feel around that manager? And, um, and then send that out to the universe. So I do think there's some, you get things and then you're like, okay, well, maybe I really don't want that, but thank you. So there's appreciation. There should always be a thank you. Um, but let's pivot and let me get somebody like this, you know? So I, I think we all do that. I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that's just a natural human, like human nature that if it doesn't show up in the package we wanted it to, or doesn't show up exactly the way we wanted it to, to feel disappointed. And then I think that that is another way that we kind of unintentionally block what's coming for us because, you know, instead of saying, thank you, this is amazing, but, you know, I also need, like you said, like I need a manager who's going to make me feel supported and who's going to get my name out there and, and will fight for me, you know, instead of doing that, we just say, well, that wasn't it at all, you know, and get upset and, and it's like you were saying earlier we like to feel appreciated and i think the universe does too and that gratitude component is so important even like the smallest little things the gratitude portion makes such a difference to say oh, i'm so thankful that you sent somebody and i would love it if you sent someone that's also you know this and, and matches up with me so i think the gratitude component is a really really big thing that a lot of people miss i agree and you think about the energy of gratitude versus the energy of being frustrated that that manager didn't come you know mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, so we i th always think in terms of energy you know so the energy of frustration isn't really what you're trying to um manifest you're trying to manifest maybe a a, a frequency more like gratitude like um, Gina and I, we are in such gratitude for our, our PR agent that we yeah. go crazy over her. I mean, like we just, every day we say how, how happy we were. And yeah. so I'm, that's the, that's the vibration or the energy level that you put out, you get it back from the universe. Yeah. I think we get married. So I think you're right. We do get stuck when we, it's not to say we shouldn't be frustrated sometimes or upset at what's happening in the world, or I truly believe you can't. I mean, I feel like I spent time doing that, you know, oh, I can, I always have to be happy and positive and be grateful, you know, and that we are human beings. We can mm -hmm. absolutely have those other feelings, but there's a pivot. We don't wallow in those feelings. And so I agree with you. Gratitude is so very important. The, the energy of gratitude is beautiful. Yeah. 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 And you know, you're what you're aligning with, you're calling in. So if you're stuck in that frustration mode, you're just calling in more things to frustrate you instead of like getting out of that and saying, okay, I'm really happy with everything that's happened so far. And I know things always work out for me. So everything's going to align and work out. And I think when you can be more open like that, I love the openness because to me, I think small sometimes, 
Yeah. I think on a small scale and I'm like, you know, it would be cool to have a podcast, maybe have 10 listeners. And the universe is like, why would you just want to think that small? Why can't we give you this many listeners? So I always try to be mindful about that too. Like whatever you want to bring me and whatever is for my highest good, I'm grateful for because oftentimes the universe will surprise you yeah. in really enormous ways. Like, oh, well, you know, you only asked for this, but I'm bringing you this. And it's a lot more than what you expected. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And then there's celebration that goes along with that. And that's really important too. Like how beautiful that is celebration and more gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you have to celebrate every single little win for yourself because, you know, we often get stuck in that, well, I'm not where I want to be. Like I'm looking at the path ahead instead of looking back and saying, look where you were six months ago and look how far you've come and what a great job you've done. And you really have to celebrate those things to keep yourself motivated. And and really just, we all need that pat on the back sometimes, you know, and just say, you're doing a good job. Keep going, you know, don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I like what you said, Melissa, that, you know, particularly when there are big dreams that we haven't manifested breaking them down into smaller components like you just articulated because sometimes it's hard to be in gratitude when you're like I every month I don't have enough money you know like how can I be grateful for that but that's absolutely what we have to do and so breaking it down into smaller components like oh you know I'm so happy I have this x amount of money to pay this bill and you know, write a love note on it, you know, as you're sending it out there or think a love note. Um, And those are little things that you can do. So I think that's like a big key too to break it down into smaller components. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you you know, there's a great deal of, you know, study done on just the wiring of the human brain. And, you know, I think we all can see it, whether it's work or home, you know, you ask how people are doing and most people, most people will go to, well, you know, got this little issue at work, but you know, overall it's okay. You know, people are wired, they, you can easily, human beings can easily tell you what they don't like or what's not working for them. They have a much harder time saying what they do really like and what is working for them. Um, I mean, they'll get there if you force them, but the natural tendency is to go, go towards, you know, more of the the negative. And, you know, that's just, it's a conscious, I mean, talk about conscious creation, you have to consciously rewire to come at the world the opposite way. And when you do that, you know, like you said, the energy um, will, you will get more good if your energy is, is good and your vibration is high and your call, you call in the energy you get back is the energy you put out. And so it's just, part of it's part of and gratitude is a phenomenal exercise to get you thinking about all those things that we naturally because of how the human brain is wired will miss mm-hmm. yeah and I, I was just talking to someone yesterday we were talking about how hard it is sometimes for people because if you grew up in a household where there was a lot of negativity and you know your parents might have always made comments like oh here we go again this always happens to me you know it's hard to get out of that way of thinking because that becomes your natural everyday thought process but you can do it it just it takes consciously practicing that every day um and i've seen it in my own life because I don't know, five or six years ago, I would have just been the most negative sometimes about things that happened. And it took me seeing the evidence that when I stopped those thoughts and I shifted those thoughts, things shifted too in a positive way. But you really have to get into that practice and and into the habit of checking your thoughts. You know, Mm -hmm. what am I thinking or what am I saying? Because you're really thinking in speaking it into existence without realizing it. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And, and that's why conscious creation is so important right there, because not only do we check our thoughts, but let's start the day with a really great thought. Like how awesome could today be? <laughs> let me, let me awaken my inner awesomeness. Exactly. I love it. I love it. How will my you inner know? awesomeness awake today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you started out every day with your podcast title, and then check your thoughts. 
it will shift things amazingly. And I came from a very negative background. Gina knows this. So my background was very different than hers. And um, my parents were probably still grieving. They, they lost a child before I was born. And so I had grieving negative parents and that's what I grew up in. And you can change that thought process, but it took me a long time to realize what was, I didn't even know, you know, and then of course, then I started the practices, started seeing things shift and I'm a completely different person. And Gina will say, even when we met 18 years ago, the person she saw back then is very different than the person today. I was still going through that evolution and I still am. I mean, that's why, you know, that's, that's why we do the podcast. We're always reminded. That's why we do, you know, we, we want to remind ourselves. We want to remind our community. We want people to be happy and live happier and in more joy. And so this is how we're doing that, but you can absolutely change. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I love that. And just, as you said, a lot of people don't even realize how unconsciously those thoughts and this programming is coming out. And and so a lot of the work is just paying attention and to the feeling too. Because mm-hmm. when people have issues with money in that, like, do you feel dread right. and a tightness in your chest when it comes to money issues? Because I know that was one thing that I always had an issue with and that I'm still having to fight that, oh, you know, the dread that comes with anything financial, like, stop it. It's going to be fine. Like, you're always yeah. taken care of. Like, you don't need to worry about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, I love that. I do think you, you you're wording is perfect it's a program it's almost like a groove in the old-fashioned well they're they're back now records you know like there's a groove right and you know we get that from childhood but we can work through that that is absolutely we can undo that in a variety of ways but uh, you know paying attention to your thoughts are the most important thing well i would even say you know as you were talking about your friend um you know i bet i bet he may have always thought that's how everyone else thinks too. And I think, you know, unless people are open and talking and, and there must be, I, you know, as I was hearing you tell the story, you know, I kind of feel like this relief probably came over him that, okay, well, not, not everybody thinks like this and I don't have to think like this. I can do some work and it's, you know, it's not all doom and gloom and, you know, it's not always going to be the worst for me. And, and, you know, I really think if, if you grew up in that sort of an environment where that's, that was the way you came at the world, you know, human, you know, we talk about um, the power of the human spirit. I think the human spirit probably knows there should be something else, right? Yeah. Should should be something else. And so just to know that, that there is something else and that it just would take, they're not difficult practices they're really not, but you know, it takes, you know, good people around you to keep encouraging you and challenging you and supporting you and pointing out areas where you could, could do better and doing it in a loving, loving way. Like, like, you know, Holly and I have had and, and, and just a real intention to make a shift in your life. Cause yeah. And you know, I grew up in that doesn't mean you have to keep going like that. Right. Right. And I I would point out something too, because I know a lot of people, you know, we have this whole, like, we have to keep up with, you know, everyone on Facebook or whatever. Um, And I would say that when you see things that other people have, instead of that feeling of jealousy and like, why can't I have that shift that to, I can have that. If this person can have that, I can have that because the universe is infinite and there's no limit to the amount the universe can supply. It's not like if this person has it, they've taken up all of the, you know, all of the availability for everyone else. It's unlimited. And instead of when you go to that place of looking at something and saying, why can't I have that? Or why don't I have that? Shifting it to, I can totally have that. That's coming. I'm so happy for that person because that's going to be great when I also I'm in that place and those things come to me, those little kind of shifts that you can do with your thinking really make a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, I love that. I don't know whether I was listening to your podcast or I was listening to a different one, but I was listening to somebody reiterating that just look to nature. I mean, 
there's abundance everywhere. The blades of grass, the leaves on the trees, the, I mean, it's just beautiful and nature and the universe is abundant just because you have something doesn't mean I can't have it too. There isn't, it's, it's limitless. And so I think, you know, looking to nature, you know, being a part of, of, um, really rejoicing in nature and being in gratitude for the abundance of nature helps with the abundance too. And, and, you know, we, we say all this and I, I just, one of the big principles that Gina and I believe in, whether you use astrology or human design or getting to know yourself, because I believe that we do show up in this world with certain challenges that over others. So some people show up that are going to have more challenges with relationships. That's because that's how we learn, you know, and some people are going to show up maybe with some money challenges and that. And so the experiences of our childhood just feed into what we need to learn. And so when we understand that, oh, okay, this is something I'm really supposed to learn and embrace. I'm telling you that, that, that road from here to joy shortens because you're like, okay, I can learn these lessons. I, I can get rid of that groove, that programming. And so there's also this, you know, this, okay, I'm okay. This is, this is where, where I'm here to learn. And so I, I think it makes everybody feel better, you know, to know that it's like, you're not alone. Other people have this too. And so when I look at Gina and say, oh, she doesn't have any problems with money. Why do I have that? You know, it's sort of in my DNA and maybe I'm programmed that way versus Gina has other things that I'm not programmed. And then we help one another shorten that distance to joy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you're helping each other too to, you know, say, well, this is what I do. I love that. Just having somebody there that you can bounce ideas off of and also, you know, help each other because it really is about learning and growing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the way that you can do that, the best is to surround yourself with people who have been through things, know how to help you get through it. So I love that. I love that you have each other. Yeah. I mean, I think that somebody who can lovingly hold the mirror up so you can see how it's showing up. Cause sometimes, you know, those, those challenge areas show up in ways that I wouldn't see that I wouldn't think that that's how it's expressing itself for me. And Holly will go, Ooh, you might want to like, I think, I think this might be that like underlying challenge that you have around this. I'm like, really? And and then, she, you know, it's so much easier to see it for, in someone else than to see it in yourself. And so yeah. to have somebody who can hold that mirror up, like I said, in a loving way that is all, always for your highest good and point those things out um, for you to, to take note in and to grow from is, it's, it's a gift that I wish we all had in spades, like I have with Holly, but so many people don't have that. And so, you know, being intentional and finding some of those in people's lives, I think is really, really important too. And invite them into what you're trying to accomplish and what you're trying to manifest and ask them to support in whatever way you need. I think those are all really important tips. Yeah, there's strength in numbers, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I love that. And I love your energy together. So if people are out there and they're listening and they're like, I want to hear this podcast. I want to listen in. I want to see what's going on. Or I just want to follow you guys because you have such great energy. What's the best way for them to do that? Best way is our website at loauncork.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. And we'd love to have you come check us out. It'd be fantastic. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. This was such an amazing conversation. And I know it's helpful for people out there listening because, you know, everyone wants to manifest. You know, everyone wants to see beautiful, good things in their life. And for people who feel like maybe they're stuck in a cycle where they're not seeing that, some of those tips are really and truly helpful. So I have, I'm going to put you on the spot for one last thing before we go. So if there's someone out there who's saying, I'm stuck in this negativity, I'm stuck in this cycle, and I just can't manifest, and I can't see positive things in my life, what's the easiest way for them to just start shifting that, seeing a shift? Uh, I'll go, and then you go, Gina. You'll get two. (laughs) I would say um, as your feet hit the floor in the morning, 
you think about all the things you're grateful for. I used to make my kids tell me 10 things before they went to bed, but I'd start my day that way. 10 things you're grateful for will shift your, your space and your mood. What, what do you say, Gina? Well, and I think I was going to say gratefulness. I mean, it's, it is the way to, to, to shift that thinking. Um, I like the morning. We always talk about, you know, finding routines. We don't want, really want to say practice because it sounds like, you know, you're going to, you got to get better at it. And it's not about getting better. It's about, you know, making the space in life to do certain things that are important to your, you know, foundation. And so, uh, so I would say on the flip side of the day, a routine of, what were the three surprises that I was delighted with today? And they could be simple. I mean, we're not saying, you know, you know, a new car showed up in my driveway. I mean, I mean, that'd be great too, but it could be just, I got a call from so-and-so today. It was so great to hear their voice. Simple things, but it does start to shift about all the things that really are important for us to be paying attention to, because it's about the journey, as Holly said, it's not about the destination. We're always going to be journeying. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Love it. I love that advice so much. And uh, I love the new mantra you created today. I'm going to awaken my awesomeness or how am I going to awaken my awesomeness today? My inner awesomeness. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for sharing your awesomeness with us today and for being here. I really highly encourage everyone to go and check out your podcast, that LOA Uncorked. And I'm going to have all of the links to your website and to your social media in the show notes. So if anyone wants to go and listen, they can just go and click directly there so they don't have to worry about trying to do a Google search or anything like that. Thank you guys again so much, Holly and Gina, for being with us today and for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you, Melissa. It was great. We appreciate all you're doing. We love your podcast. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much. Yes, it was so much fun. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today as well. As always, you know, we couldn't do this podcast without the support of all of you. I am so appreciative for each and every one of you. If you like it, please subscribe. Please go leave a positive review from wherever you're listening or share the podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. That is like the greatest compliment that you can pay me. And I want to thank you so much for everything that you do each and every day on your podcast too, Holly and Gina. I love when people are showing up and sharing sharing what they do and it just it's like causing a ripple effect of positivity in the universe and I love that. Uh, as always guys, I hope you have an amazing day from wherever you're listening. I hope it's beautiful and I am sending you so much love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.